This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1312. How long are speaking part three answers? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll find out how long you have to speak in IELTS Speaking Part 3 for the highest scores. And we'll give you two Band 9 Model Part 3 answers about weird handwriting questions. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm okay. I'm tired. I only Ooh, slept yeah. for like three hours last night. I just couldn't <laughs> Insomnia. Sleep. Yeah, that'll <sighs> get you, right? And then you're just sluggish all day. That's the worst. Trying to like focus with little sleep. It's tricky. But luckily, this almost never happens to me. So like it's it's fine. But you deal with insomnia like all the time. Every night. Yeah, pretty oh. much every night I wake up like stressed out about one of my kids or something. And it's just once your mind gets going, it's just so hard to fall back to sleep. And <laughs> so I have hard. to anymore. I'm like, I cannot have my phone next to the bed or forget it. Yeah. I'm going to like check my phone and then I'm totally. scroll whatever. And then you're up for hours. So if I can force myself to not look at my phone, yeah, at least usually I can get back to sleep like an hour later. Ooh, for sure. Tough. Yeah. Um, but guys, we are here to help you with IELTS stress. So we got a question from um, a Spotify listener, actually. Um, and it is about speaking part three. So guys, you don't have to stay awake at night stressing about IELTS speaking because we are going to clear this all up for you today. Um, all right. Can you read the question, please? Yes, this is from Istiana. Shout out to you. And it says, hi, I hope this email finds you well. I have been listening to your podcast for years and found that your strategies are beneficial. Awesome. However, I also found a tip from a local teacher in my country, Indonesia, mm -hmm. which said that in speaking part three, you need to at least speak for one minute long per question. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I don't feel that the strategy is quite reliable since I have no clue which component will be affected to boost our score. Could you help me to clarify this tip? That is such an excellent question. Um, before we answer that, though, I want to remind you guys um, that I recently did an episode with Maria and Rory from IELTS Speaking for Success another awesome IELTS podcast. Go back, guys, scroll back to episode 1308 of this podcast because they share three things never to say on IELTS speaking, like 
trying to put in too many idioms or just saying people all the time, definitely go back and listen to that episode for more speaking advice, guys. So much gold in there. But let's get to this. This is very specific about speaking part three. So Aubrey, what do you think about this teacher's advice? Um, Should we like, do you think students should be required or really focus on that tip like they have to speak for a minute? That's really the key, right? Is how much are you focusing on how long your answers are, right? We do recommend speaking for about a minute in Mm -hmm. our course, Three Keys IELTS, but the problem is if you're so focused on how long your answers are and how how much you're speaking, yeah. how do you have any more brain space to be actually <laughs> adding new details and making right. sure your answers are good, right? So think about what are you focusing on, right? Every yeah. answer is going to be different. It really depends on how much you have to say yeah. if you're going to really fill a full minute every time. Exactly. And and that advice, like you have to speak for at least a minute, that that'll really throw you off if you are like depending on that as a rule, because like you're not going to have tons to say about every single question. That's just not natural. That's not real. Right. So some of your answers may be a little shorter than a minute. Some may be a little longer than a minute. But if you're trying to force yourself to speak for more than a minute at every answer, and like Aubrey said, you're only thinking about that. What about your vocabulary score, your grammar score, your pronunciation score? You're like losing out on those other three categories. And then Anytime you force yourself to do something in speaking, it will be unnatural. Like if you force yourself to use great vocab, you're going to be using those words wrong and it's going to sound weird. It's not going to help your score. If you force yourself to speak a lot, you'll end up repeating yourself. You'll stop making sense. It brings down your fluency score. So yeah, that that like hardcore advice, I like I'm not on board for that. <laughs> Right. Especially where we recently talked about how IELTS has sort of updated their timing because the examiner has to ask a certain amount of questions. So Mm -hmm. in part three, if they have to cut you off in order to ask another question and you know you haven't spoken for a minute and you're really focusing on all of my answers have to be a minute, I could see that really throwing you off and you start stressing out like, oh, I didn't, I could have said more. That wasn't a minute, right? You just can't let yourself be that strict about the timing. If they cut you off, it's because they need to get some more questions in. Let them just ask the next question and don't stress so much about the timing. Instead, like you were saying, Jessica, focus on sharing really interesting ideas and interesting vocabulary. Don't repeat yourself. And yep. you're going to have some of your answers be quite a bit longer when you have a lot mm-hmm. to say. Some of them will just be two to three sentences and that's okay too. And we're going to demonstrate this in just a second, guys. We're going to ask each other speaking part three questions and actually time our answers so we can actually see how long the different answers will be. We'll see. Who knows? We haven't written these out. We're just going to spontaneously answer just like you do on the real exam. Okay. But before we get to that, guys, one more tip. Um, it, it is helpful to have some sort of general structure going into speaking part three to rely on some general template. And so in general, guys, just directly give your opinion, directly answer that question right away, support it with a reason, give some details and examples, right? If we need a little bit of structure to help us and that general structure is a great thing to remember. Yes, that'll help you keep from rambling, right? Follow Mm -hmm. that structure. You'll always have something to say. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So, Aubrey, I'm going to ask you this first question and time your response. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Is handwriting still important? Absolutely not. I think it's so much more vital for kids to learn to type. I'm actually shocked that none of my children have taken any kind of keyboarding or typing classes as part of their schooling. So they're still tapping out letters one at a time with two fingers and typing so slowly. And then they're expected to type these essays for exams that Mm -hmm. they can't do. So it doesn't make sense to me that we're not adjusting education to make use of computers more important than handwriting. And that was 31 seconds. And that was a fantastic band nine speaking part three answer. Now, of course, we're speaking a little bit faster because we're natives, but still that was just 31 seconds, guys. And that was a fantastic answer. So we are just proving to you in real time (laughs) That not every answer has to be exactly a minute to score highly. So some great things you did there, Aubrey. You directly gave your opinion right away. You're like, absolutely not. You didn't waste time rephrasing the test question. That's kind of annoying when students do that. Mm. It's okay sometimes if you need to buy yourself time to think, but like you got straight to the answer. It was awesome. Nothing was wasted. Um, Some awesome adjectives like vital and shocked. So all the elements of a band nine were in that answer, even though it was 30 seconds. You know, I mean, that was awesome. All right. Do you want to ask me one? Yes. Is it possible to improve a student's handwriting after years? Yeah. I mean, of course, honestly, that's kind of a weird question. Um, I don't, to my mind, this isn't like a part of education that all of a sudden in let's say high school teachers are like, oh, time to improve your handwriting. It's terrible. That's not like a class. Um, (laughs) yeah, we can improve any skill. Um, but I don't think it's necessary these days. Uh, We do have to focus on typing skills. I had to take typing class in middle school and my son has yet to take that and he does not know how to type and it is terrible. That is the skill we need. That's what we use, not like calligraphy and handwriting. So um, yeah, I mean, you can improve it, but I don't think we have to. Excellent. And that was a 40 second answer. But like you said, Amazing answer, right? Great vocabulary. Every idea was new and some strategies I want you guys to notice that it was kind of a weird question. We did that on purpose. (laughs) Really, it's it's like a yes or no answer. And a lot of students, I think, would be like, yes. And then it's kind of like, that's sort of obvious. I don't have more to say. So notice what Jessica did. She pivoted to answering why she thinks typing is more important than handwriting. She had a lot to say about that, right? So she answered the question. She did this really cool native thing where she said like, honestly, I think that's kind of a weird question. (laughs) Yes. The examiner realizes it's weird too. They don't care. They're not emotionally attached to these questions. They are the questions they've been given to answer or to ask, (laughs) right? So feel free to say that, answer it, and then you can 
go anything just related can go a little bit off, not off topic, but like share something a little different that's mm -hmm. related. And that's how you're getting your interesting details. Like we both transitioned into talking about typing more than handwriting, right? right? When it's not like typing wasn't mentioned in the question, but it's definitely related. It's definitely contained in this topic. Um, yeah, which is, I can't believe your kids haven't had to take typing classes I either. Know. It's so it's shocking. Crazy. And I did. I took a, a keyboarding typing class in like I don't know, sixth grade or something when yeah, we didn't even have a computer at home and I was still learning to type. Yeah, <laughs> no, I we had know, to learn just... on like typewriters. Yeah, nice. <laughs> sounds so old. And now my kids <laughs> type so slowly. I try to find like online resources for them to practice typing. So I'm like, yeah. you've got to speed up your typing here or every single job requires that now. Yeah, exactly. Totally. All right, guys. So you can leave us a question if you're listening on Spotify, or you can email us support at allearsenglish.com. You can also leave a comment on our videos on IELTS Energy TV on YouTube. Um, we look at all this stuff, guys. So drop us a question wherever you are watching or listening right now. All right, Aubrey, thanks for chatting today. Yes. Awesome. See you next time, Jessica. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.